Edutainment Learning is powered by Academica Virtual Education and Collegia TV. For more information, visit www.edutainmentlearning.com. Uh, my name is Charlie Ward, and um, I'm from Thomasville, Georgia, and I'm currently coaching uh, high school basketball at Florida State University School, which is the school that I have on my shirt. Um, but I got into sports at an early age. God bless me to have a, um, a great talent and gift, um, hand-eye coordination. And one of the things that I did as a youngster was I improved upon that. So everything I did, uh, I, I, I was in the hallways of my house, touching the doorposts. Um, I was faking, juking uh, doorposts out. Um, I was rolling up socks, throwing them up as a ball like I was catching it. Um, and so for all that I can remember, um, I just enjoyed sports. And of course, my uh, if you don't know, my dad was a coach, a teacher. So I was around it a lot as well. And it fed into what I enjoyed doing. And so now that's uh, how I got into, you know, sports. You mind if we just jump straight into some student questions while we have you? Oh, sure. So one of our kids from France, they wanted to know, can you describe what it's like growing up to be successful as a multi-sport athlete? Oh, it's a very good question. Uh, what is it like growing up to be a successful multi-sport athlete? Is the question correct? Yes, sir. Uh, well, success comes with uh, a lot of things. Um, and success to me is, you know, the, the ups and the downs. Because uh, when you learn from every aspect of uh, life or situation that you're in, uh, you're successful because uh, you learn something. And something I, some, something I you know, I did as a as a as a student uh, and also as an athlete. When we look at the accolades, a lot of times uh, we forget about the the heartbreaks, um, and so just going through the different heartbreaks that I had with knee injury, having a knee injury in high school. Um, you know, my first year playing quarterback, uh, I threw uh, a, a lot of interceptions. Uh, 13 to four games or so, something like that, some crazy number. Uh, when I was in, you know, in, in pros, I had to wait my time uh, to get a chance to play. And, you know, all those times uh, helped build great character, had to understand how to be a great teammate. You know, when I wasn't, uh, you know, being able to do the things that I want to do. But, those hard times uh, also were met with, you know, great times, triumphant times, uh, being able to be the quarterback uh, of my high school team, uh, being able to win the Heisman Trophy in, in college, uh, being drafted uh, in the NBA. But, you know, when it's all said and done, I enjoyed what I did uh, when it came to playing sports. Um, that was essentially the reason why I continued to play multiple sports 
in high school, college, and then as a profession, I was grateful that I had a job in the NBA. You make sports look so easy going back and watching those those videos. And uh, I, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you also played, didn't you also play baseball? I played one year in high school and most of my baseball years were uh, during my middle school uh, days playing uh, City League. That's incredible. So we have a question from Santi and Santi is in Spain. Santi, you had an awesome question. Uh, go ahead and unmute to ask. Uh, as a basketball player, um, who was the player? Who was the best player you played with, and who was the best player you played against? Santa, that's a tough question because I um I played eleven years in the NBA. I also played four years in in um in college, and I played with multiple first round picks in college: uh, Sam Cassell, uh, Bob Sura. And uh, Doug Edwards, all those guys were first-round picks. And I get drafted to the New York Knicks, and I'm there with uh, Patrick Ewing, uh, Derek Harper, John Starks, um, and those guys. And continue to play with Allen Houston, uh, Mark Jackson, and quite a few others. Then I went on to uh, play with the San Antonio Spurs. I played with um, Tim Duncan um, and Mono Ginobili and Tony Parker for those that are, you know, Spain and France. I got a chance to play with those guys. And then I got uh, went to Houston. And while I was in Houston, played with Trace McGrady uh, and Yao Ming, just to name a couple. And so I, I got an opportunity to play with quite a few uh, great players and there had also had some great teammates as well that weren't mentioned, uh, but grateful that I had opportunity to rub shoulders with the guys that I mentioned. Now you've you've seen the game evolve quite a bit in your career. I mean, you played, in my opinion, in the golden age of the NBA. With, I, I mean, I I'm biased, but I think that I don't think I don't know if the guys in the NBA would do as well if they played back then. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, so. Uh, we have a, a question from one of the kids who wanted to know, because I'm going to bounce around with, with some of the questions, because you have such an eclectic background, uh, both on the court, on the field, and, and off of both of those. Um, what advice would you have for young athletes who aspire to one day uh, have a professional career, whether it be on, on the field or whether it be coaching or in some sort, sort of supportive role for a franchise or organization? Well, one of the things, uh, we all have a, a dream, uh, which was, you know, my dream was to play in the NBA, the NFL, or play professional sports as a youngster. Uh, that was my dream. Uh, but we all know uh, when we have dreams when we're sleeping, <laughs> we wake up. Uh, and when we wake up, we're back into reality. And so we just have to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to help uh, prepare us, uh, put things in place that's going to prepare us for, for us to meet our dreams. Uh, the dreams may be 15 years from now, uh, but having a great character, you know, having discipline, uh, treating people with respect, uh, hard work, putting in the time and energy 
to uh, accomplish your goals. Uh, those are foundational pieces that can help you accomplish your, your dream. Uh, another thing is, you know, building great relationships. Um, I was afforded to have uh, great relationships that helped me uh, accomplish my, my dream. And so I think it's important when you're looking at uh, where you are right now, you know, are you the class clown? And if you're the class clown, you can also be the uh, class uh, president because that means you, you like attention. But if you uh, take that attention and put it in a different direction, you could be, you know, the top, top of the class. And so I just think, you know, those are foundational pieces that can help you achieve your goal goals. And each step of the way, there, there, you may change. There may be things, some, some things you may change. Because believe it or not, at one point when I was around nine or ten, my grandmother asked me, uh, "What, what do you want to be when you grow up?" And at that time, uh, one of the things that I wanted to be was I wanted to be a bag boy um, at the grocery store. Um, but my grandmother said, "Well, son, that's that's great, but that's not going to help you pay no pay pay your bills." Uh, so. I had to think about that, um, but my heart was being able to serve uh, when it was all said and done. So I just think it's important that you have the foundation, foundational pieces and also the relationship to help you uh, get to where you're trying to go. Thank you for answering that. And uh, you could tell that you had some education uh, educators in your background um, who, you know, just said like, hey, if, if if you're allowed, you can you can pivot that positively and use that. Uh, so we have a question from uh, Guillaume. I hope I'm pronouncing that uh, correctly. Guillaume is in um, Europe. So Guillaume, go ahead and unmute to ask your question. We'll go with a few more student questions and then and then uh, we'll let you go, Charlie. Coach Ward. How do you how do you get college coaches to not seem possible? What was the question? He wanted to know how do you get college coaches to notice you in basketball when when you're younger. Uh, in this day and age, it's a lot easier than when I was coming up. Um, in this day, you can put your video on social media, um, and you know, be able to send it out. Uh, you can also compete on teams that may travel uh, to be able to get noticed as well. Uh, but you have to make sure you put yourself in a position to get on that team uh, by putting in the work, um, you know, put, putting the energy into training uh, your body uh, from a physical standpoint, also a mental standpoint, uh, so that you can play at your best when your best is needed. And, you know, also surrounding yourself with the right uh, people to help you, help push you out there. Um, but, just like anyone else, there's a there's a school uh, for everyone. Um, sometimes we get so caught up into the numbers of how many likes we have and how many people are watching us. Um, all we need is we talk about uh, you know going to school uh, or for me you know when I was going through the process of getting drafted, you just need one person to to like what you what you do. Uh, but you have to make sure that you make yourself uh, marketable. In the sense that you know, if they need something, you you can provide that. 
And so I just think it's been it's, it's great to be well-rounded. If you're talking about basketball, uh, you know, being able to dribble, shoot, pass, but also being able to defend, you know, being a good team defender. Um, if you're in football, being able to throw, uh, catch, um, tackle, or block, or whatever the case may be, you know, being able to do that at the best ability, uh, at your best ability, uh, while within the scope of what the team is asking you to do. Uh, sometimes we get so caught up in who gets the glory, uh, who whose name is going up on the board, that we forget that we're part of uh, that that group. Um, you know, I always talk about, you know, I, I, a lot of times I was a quarterback and the quarterback point guard, they normally get a lot of their attention, whether it's positive or negative on the, on the field or the court. Uh, but I'm one of, um, I'm one of five in basketball, one of 11 in football. And I have to do my job, play my role. And when I play my role well, uh, you know, the team is successful. And also you get noticed as well. So uh, I just think it's important that we all understand, you know, how to play our roles on a team. And that's that's a great way to uh, to be able to push your, push yourself out there. Because if you're doing the right things and your coaches see you doing the right things, then they're going to share that with those that are interested. Poignant, poignant advice, especially for these kids nowadays. Um, real quick, one of the kids, that, a few kids wanted to know, growing up, who was your favorite team? Uh, well, I had quite a few favorite teams. Um, you know, mainly the ones that were in the championship games. <laughs> uh, for, so for basketball, you know, I, I like the Philadelphia 76ers. They were uh, always in the championship. Of course, the L.A. Lakers were there as well. And those are some of my favorite teams. Um, in football, I had more individuals, but I did. I liked the Dallas Cowboys. Um, growing up, my sister was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so we used to have great battles um, in the house. Most times, you know, I, 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 would, I was the guy who was always crying when my team lost or got picked at. Um, but that was, I guess that's good because that meant I care uh, for it. But I really didn't have, uh, we watched the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks, because we were in Georgia a lot, my dad and the Braves. Um, so we watched their games a lot because we were in Georgia. But I really didn't have a specific team that I I followed, out minus the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, um, that's you're all over. The, you guys were all over the place with that. Must have been fun growing up uh, over there. We're, family, we're, athlete, we're a sports family, so we're that's we're all. Uh, Heinrich uh, is in um, Portugal, I believe. Heinrich, you had an awesome question. We'll, we'll go with a, a couple more, and then we'll let Coach Ward go. Go ahead, Heinrich. Um, what do you think is the hardest? Thing to become a pro. Thank you. What do I think? What is the hardest thing about becoming a professional athlete? Um. Well, I mean, it's becoming a professional athlete is just um, being in the right place at the right time. You know, because everyone's journey is different. Um, you have some that come from high school 
Um, they go overseas one year to play. Like the, I think it was Lamelo, or one of the ball uh, brothers, um, and AJ Hampton or RJ Hampton. I think it's RJ Hampton. Uh, went overseas for a year uh, to play. Uh, some have gone to OTE, which is a new uh, up-and-coming uh, league uh, that just popped up three years ago. And, you know, you have the G League for some that want to forego their college career. Um, and then you have, you know, college. And not everyone that goes to Duke plays in the league. Uh, or have an opportunity, or, or some of the top schools that you know. Uh, there's only a few that, that all actually make it uh, from those those teams. And then you have some that go to, you know, smaller universities that make it as well. Um, so there's no cookie-cutter uh, answer to uh, being a professional a basketball player. It's just a matter of, you know, putting yourself in the right position uh, with your play, or your character, uh, giving yourself that opportunity, uh, yeah, the opportunity to be chosen um, by, you know, doing all the right things. Um, and that necessarily doesn't mean that you're going to get chosen, but you want to give yourself a chance. And one of the ways that I was able to make it was, you know, because I played basketball and football in college. And a lot of times uh, the, the NBA mainly, draft on potential, uh, upside, things that they see potentially you could be, uh, you know, three, four, five, or six years from now. And I do believe, you know, they, the, the Knicks chose me because I had upside uh, from my basketball days because I didn't play basketball full time. And they saw uh, what I was capable of doing in such a short period of time and it felt like if we can get in full time, then we could have a a, a positive impact. Uh, he could have a positive impact. So they drafted me on upside, um, and that happens a lot. You see a lot of young uh, athletes getting drafted early, uh, mainly because of upside. Um, some are very, very talented, but they're still young, and you have to learn uh, once you become a professional. So I just think there's no cookie-cutting cooker cutter um, solution. Um, it's just a matter of preparing yourself for what you say you want and putting the time and energy into making it happen and giving yourself a chance. Thank you so much for that advice. And um, so I'll go with one, one more uh, question uh, for myself. Um, so as somebody, you won the NCAA championship, you won the Heisman, the Maxwell, Johnny Unitas, played in the NBA, you've done so much amazing stuff. When you were all said and done as a professional athlete, and you decided to create the A-Ward Foundation, what made you want to go into philanthropic work and giving back? I mean, it's simple. Uh, someone gave back to, to me and my wife uh, to be able to help us get to where we were. Um, you know, when we were playing AAU basketball, uh, Guy McIntyre, Myron Guyton, Danny Copeland, uh, those guys were in the NFL and we were, you know, high school kids wanting to go to AAU tournaments and they gave to, uh, the YMCA in order for us to be able to have an experience that they didn't have. 
Um, and so when it was all said and done, um, God placed us in a place where we could give back and we wanted to do that. And so we've been able to help, you know, the March of Dimes, um, Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, FCA, um, Young Life. Uh, we've been able to pour into, you know, a lot of uh, youth character development organizations and also done some work, disaster relief. Uh, we fed the children, did, did feed the children uh, program. So we, we, we just wanted to be able to do our part uh, to be able to give back uh, because someone gave to us so that we could have the life that we have. That's absolutely amazing. Sowing those seeds and, you know, I'm sure it's endless amounts of bountiful fruit, you know, uh, giving back to so many different communities over the years. So thank you for that continued work. And you guys want to learn more about that. Check out charlieward.org. So um, coach Ward, before we let you go, um, is there any advice that you can impart on these kids, whether they want to go into sports or do something completely different? What kind of advice would you have for them as they go off into the world? Well, I know to talk about three P's and uh, you can take this with you. you. Make sure you prepare yourself to be the best that you can be. And every experience is one preparing you for the next experience. Uh, also persevere through the challenges that we have. We're all going to have adversity in our life and we have to persevere so that we can make it to the next challenge, but also so that we can share that experience with someone that may be going through a similar experience uh, at any given time. So we got to make sure we persevere uh, through uh, every every challenge that we have. And then last, being patient, waiting on what uh, what what you may want uh, may take time. Uh, we're not going to get everything we want right away. So we have to be patient and wait uh, for that time. But while we're waiting, we got to put the time and energy into receiving whatever it is that we're desiring to have. So I just think those three P's have been very essential in uh, my life and helping me through, uh, helping me become the type of man that I am today. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend uh, with us from kids all over the world, teachers all over the world. I'll go ahead and end the meeting for all. But before I do, can we all say a big thank you to Coach Charlie Ward for taking the time to inspire and educate you guys. Thank you so much, Coach Ward. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.